Hello, hello. What's up, dude? What's up? What's up? Is is it sound kind of clear? I I uh, was trying to like, it wouldn't recognize any of my mics, and I had to keep messing with them. No, yeah, it sounds amazing for sure. I was just dude, thankful that you showed up right now because whenever <laughs> you're in a lobby waiting for somebody, uh-huh. they play like elevator music pretty much the whole time. <laughs> so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sitting there for a few minutes, like, oh my god, I can't take this anymore. This is ridiculous. Holy shit. <laughs> But yeah, dude. Um, welcome to the podcast, dude. How you doing today? Oh man, um, doing all right. Just like waking up and mm-hmm. and uh, making plans with the lady to, to go see a chiropractor later today because my lower back is still bothering me. So it'll be almost a week now since my back is like been bothering me. So I I think it's from sitting um <laughs> at my uh, at my desk, my computer mm. chair, and like slouching playing Fortnite. <laughs> every single day is kind of yeah. tearing my body <laughs> no i did hey i don't blame you dude i i have similar issues in my lower back but i remember doing it from basketball years ago i don't know what it was i went up for a rebound or something i landed weird and then i feel like i have a slip disc or something i don't know what it is oh. but uh yeah mm. it's literally it's a very specific part in my lower back and It'll go away, like the pain sometimes here and there. But if I lift something heavy or like what you're talking about, right? Like slouching over or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that I've done that. And then like my whole back, like kind of, you know, I get kind of torqued a certain way. So I'm like leaning over and I'm like, oh my God, I can't even straighten out my back right now. This is ridiculous. Oh, dude. The other night, and it was like Wednesday, I was getting up for work and um, I had to like pretty much like roll off the bed. My back was hurting so bad. Oh man, it was it was painful, and then the drive to work is doesn't help. So, mm-hmm. oh man, so she told me like, oh well, you know, try a chiropractor, and I'm like, man, I've never been to one. I'm kind of scared. I don't want to get paralyzed, but yeah, <laughs> um, I'm gonna test it today. I you know because I I don't want to keep going on with my life, and if it if I trigger it in a certain way, and, and and mm-hmm. I can't walk anymore, you know. So hopefully they can adjust me and, and see how it goes. I'm safe. Screw it. I'll try it. Yeah, why not? Right at that mm-hmm. point. That dude, it's funny because that's always been one of my biggest fears too. Like whenever <laughs> you watch those videos on TikTok or YouTube or something and they're like cracking necks or something, I'm just like, <laughs> well, that's gonna be the end of <laughs> I seen one with the chiropractor for a dog and I was like, yo, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's it's an interesting uh, profession, though. I kind of respect it a lot. With oh, yeah. Because, you know, they could change someone's life potentially mm-hmm. um, for the good or for the worse. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, 50, but no, 50 chance. <laughs> I know, right? But, yeah, man, um, kind of to go over everything, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's an honor to have you on for the first episode of this segment. Um, you know, Thank we have you. a dub, the streamer diaries, of course, bro. I've, I wanted you on for quite some time. It was just, you know, on my end, thinking of the logistics of everything, right? Scheduling right. and timing of days, all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of the stuff that, you know, we talk about here, it's just going to be kind of just what you did to get into this and why you like it, right? Right. But, um. Yeah, and I kind of start from there. Like, what started the inception of just you playing video games in general? Like, what motivated you want to do that? And what were some of the first games that you played that got you interested? Oh, man. Shoot. Going back early, mid-90s, um, I, like, I, I've always thought about this uh, because, like, they're a, a co-worker of mine. We always talk about, like, uh, memories from our childhood. Like, you know, what, what triggers our memory from from being at age of five and and i'm trying to look back like i'm playing nintendo 64 uh sega playstation one ps2 um but one thing that always comes back so clearly of a memory is uh pokemon red and blue and um since yeah since dudes like since playing pokemon red and blue like i'm about to be 30 in the next in, in four months and um i'm still playing pokemon like 
almost religiously. And um, and I'm like, man, you know, I enjoyed that. But going back from multiplayer, uh, I would say probably the early days of WWE games like SmackDown. Um, uh, was it Neuer Roll? Was it that one? I, I know there's WWE games for the PlayStation 1. And then for going to PS2, the SmackDown versus Raw series. Um, and then my very first shooting multiplayer i would say would be call of duty 2 um oh okay yeah i remember getting my my xbox 360 and um and seeing my cousins playing halo gears of war and call of duty i i remember picking up from gamestop and i'm like my grandma was she was helping me and my grandma maggie she my grandma she she helped me get my 360 i turned in my ps2 and all my 50 plus games I had and games like, oh, well, your total comes out to two something. I'm like, man, is that enough? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, grandma, can you help me out here? And um, I remember grabbing Gears of War and I won a Call of Duty game and I think they didn't have it. I forgot how long ago this was. So I can't remember which, which Call of Duty that was out at that time. I think it was like mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 2. Um, I picked up Call of Duty 2. I'm mean, like, you know, let's start from kind of the beginning. They didn't have Call of Duty 1 at that time <clears throat> in stores. And playing Call of Duty 2 with my cousins, my brother, they enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And um, then just, you know, enjoying and loving that and just playing Black Ops from there, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 was like my peak performance of multiplayer for, for a COD game because I was just going off, having people sending me um like bad messages you, you know the, you know how those lobbies go oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah so um and i always wanted to um become a pro gamer um mm-hmm. during my black ops 2 halo reach days um my uncle came across someone that used that was part of a clan called uh ksi um oh okay yeah and they tried to recruit me and as i was you know finishing up my my sign up for recruitment i realized they just wanted me for money um and i I don't know if there's still clans out there that do stuff like this but um i was like i don't want to pay just to join i just want to join because you enjoy my gameplay and i want to grow on youtube um showing off my gameplay. I didn't have no access to the computer. So I, I was going to use my grandma's uh, cam recorder to record off my TV and, and post it on YouTube. <laughs> that, that was my whole idea. Dude, I've always had ideas of how to post content. You know, if, if I can't afford a computer or a laptop to record my gameplay, and I didn't know I needed a capture card this whole time um, growing up. And yeah, dude, that, that like, I always wanted to do that. And um, going back to Pokemon um, on YouTube, I was always watching Poketubers showing capture gameplay on their 3DS. And I didn't know how I could do that. So I did research and for uh, for a capture card for a 3DS, you have to have it custom made from someone. And that was going to cost me like almost $400. $400. And man, I'm out of high school, and I at the time I'm only going to college. Maybe I can use my financial aid. I was like, I need my financial aid for books and for other things. Like, do I risk doing this? Now I don't even have a a good laptop. It's only for school. It's only meant for school. Um. So same thing. I took my grandma's <laughs> camcorder and tried to record gameplay on my 3ds <laughs> it was the greatest quality so i'm not gonna upload this i'm like man i'm like well i don't know uh and this turned into recording pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh pack openings and posting onto youtube so this is like 2015 2016 my brother a friend of mine uh who's in texas and my good friend stoney um, or were been pushing me to record 
pack openings because of my reaction. They they love how when I open up packs, like, oh, I just pulled this ultra rare Charizard. Oh my god, you know. Um, so I started doing that, and then I came across a lot of people that uh were in the Pokemon or Poketuber community that are trying to blow up and um they want to you know get known out there on YouTube and create a Discord community and we all grew from there. Um one of my good friends, Terrible Shoes, just recently hit a thousand subs a few months ago. Uh another good friend of mine, Dark Goal, he's almost at 500 k subs on YouTube. Uh, and I still talk to them here and there. Uh, I'm really happy for them, but they they also give me inspiration to keep going. Like, man, I wonder one day I'll get there. Um, and then fast forward to let's say 2018, when my fiance got uh, we started dating. Um, I she liked you know when I play video games, and she you know came across my YouTube channel. So I was telling her about it, and um, I did some vlogging. And I on my channel too. I my YouTube channel. I I've always vlogged, um, and um, not always, but like here and there. Uh, I told her like, oh, you know, I want to become a vlogger, and so I want to keep vlogging. And she's like, oh yeah, let's do it. You know, let's, I support you on that. Um, and so like I that's how I try to keep my channel relevant for the past couple of years. Before current day, I was trying to post random videos. So keep my algorithm going and um i i I was like i didn't know what i wanted to do and i stopped playing video games for a while um and i tried streaming for my ps4 on my youtube channel and the internet i had back then wasn't the greatest i was living with my parents i uh, our house was kind of old so the wiring kind of messed up the whole wi-fi frequency of trying to stream but um I, I was like, man, I was like, I don't know. And then the pandemic came in 2020. And from 2019 to 2020, I was watching a lot of streamers. And two streamers that I look up to is Tim the Tapman and Saving the Beast. Uh, I was like, man, I want to be like them. One loves, Saving the Beast is one who loves to chat to his streamers. And he's very open and it's all him. Tim the Tapman plays Call of Duty. And at the time, with Warzone being released, I was like, I want to show people my Warzone gameplay. But how can I? And um, to me, both of them have organic reaction and they're just them. There's no character to them. Now, they joke around with their friends and all that, but but it's just them. And I was like, I'm gonna, I want to be like them. And my fiance was like, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, at the time, my job uh, was doing a lot of overtime because customers needed their demands of orders. And I was like, I'm going to try this. And with the settlement, or the settlement, sorry, um, what was those checks called? (laughs) Uh, Um, It was the stimulus. Stimulus checks, yeah, all the stimulus checks. Get that stimulus money. I was (laughs) saving that. And all the overtime money that I made, I put together with my stimmies and was buying computer parts. A friend of mine was like, hey, I can help you build your PC. If you uh, buy these parts, I'll give you your CPU and motherboard for $200. It's, it's, I used to use it. I don't use it anymore because I put a newer one. And I'll just give you $200. You don't, I don't need to do You don't need to do anything else. I'll help you. I'm like, you sure, man? That, that's... That's kind of cheap. He's like, no, no, no. You're a good friend of mine. I'm going to help you. I'm like, all right. Bet. Bought all my parts. He helped me build my PC. And um, I was trying to think, what else can I do? My modem. I tried to raise, uh, talk to AT&T at that time. That happened, happened, that I was going through them for internet. And um, I tried to see what I could boost my Wi-Fi or my internet connection. So I got an Ethernet cable cord that was long enough to go to my bedroom. And my first stream back to YouTube was, uh, I think it was Pokemon. I had a capture card that I bought many moons ago. It was a Razer capture card. It worked for my Switch. Um, And I started there. And I grew just a little bit on YouTube from streaming. 
And I noticed like I wasn't growing. I, I, I said, you know what? I'm not going to worry about growing subscribers from streaming. I'm just going to join myself playing with friends. I was playing Warzone, playing playing multiplayer on Call of Duty, uh, Pokemon. And I was joining myself with friends because I stopped looking at growing in numbers. It was more of me just having a good time with my friends, my cousins, my brother, playing these games. And that I didn't have no camera. I was too shy to have a camera. Um, then I seen my friend, uh, one of my good friends, Icy Chill, uh, he was growing on Twitch. And I was like, hmm, Twitch. Uh, let me test this out. Um, I wasn't growing on Twitch when I moved over to Twitch. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no, no one guided me on how to grow, on what to do and all that. Um, I think when I was streaming Pokemon Sword and Shield on Twitch, uh, I only went up to like me 23, 25 followers. Um, so 2020, 2021 came along and I moved into my very first apartment with my fiance. Um She's very supportive. I have my camera and I bought, I bought my dream desk and she helped me set everything up and said, all right, I'm going to go live. Um, so went live on Twitch. Little by little, I started growing more because I, I think what it was, was I was too afraid to be loud in my parents' home. I, I respect <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> and, I, I didn't, and my dad loves to play music, so I was kind of afraid that I'll get copyright strike from his music. And I, I didn't want to be rude because, you know, it's, it's not my home. It's my parents' home. And I didn't want to say, hey, shut up. I'm trying to stream here. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so I think, you know, being in my own room and I have all these access to my gaming consoles and, and to everything. And this is when I got my promotion to management at my job. I think I was like, all right, I really have my own set of schedule and I can do what I want to do and I'm okay. And I started streaming more on Twitch. Um, new coworkers found out I was, I was streaming on Twitch. They started supporting me and I was playing different games instead of focusing on one game, Call of Duty and Pokemon. I started being more variety streamer. I started doing reaction to ghost videos. I love the paranormal um Ooh, okay. i i i started reacting to uh couples court i started reacting to um mukbang videos and people enjoy that and i was like oh all right i i think i found something that people enjoy me doing is reacting to videos and playing different games not just pokemon and call of duty because if i look into it there's a lot of call of duty streamers there's a lot of pokemon streamers there's not a lot of streamers that does a variety of different things. I want to be different. And like I said, Absolutely. I want more of an organic thing where I'm just myself. I'm not just only trying to grow on Call of Duty, even though some of my viewers back then were for Call of Duty. Um, and going back to YouTube, I've always wanted to reach a thousand subs. Um, and before I started watching Tim the Tapman and Saving the Bees, uh, going back to the OG YouTubers, Ray Rolling Johnson, Smosh, yeah, Ryan Higa, uh, I liked their skits. And I always wanted to do skits, but I was like, mm, I'm not that great. But they grew because they were all, they're all different types of YouTubers. And I was like, you know what? Back then in high school, like, I want to be like them. But looking at it now, I'm like, I think I found what I want to do on YouTube. And it's video games, vlogging, and cooking. <laughs> so I uh, I enjoy cooking, and I want to record cooking videos. Um, so early this year, or actually at the end of last year, 2022, I uh, kind of little by little I've been moving over back onto YouTube because this is my baby. My YouTube channel is my baby. And um, 
it's a goal to reach 1,000 subs before my birthday. Um, it's a goal to hit YouTube partner before October. Um, and come across friends from Discord and um, my fiance, my brother, everyone that I came across. I want to thank you guys because you guys have inspired me to keep going and not look at numbers, but look at the content that I do is what I love. And um, going back to my childhood is all the video games I've played, they're still there. Like they're just <laughs> up to date and 4k yep. <laughs> graphics. So I was like, I, I, I'm enjoying this, like, you know, and, um, and to know that, like, I have people that, that are there rooting for me. It's like, all right, you know, I'm gonna do it for you guys. Uh, if you guys enjoy it, I'm gonna still do it. And then for myself, I'm happy doing the content I'm doing. Um, I think with Twitch, uh, to be honest, it's just that I don't, I'm not as happy. Uh, but on YouTube, I'm like enjoying more. That's more of your element, huh? I, yeah, it, that's, that's what it is. And, and, um, or I, that's what I think it is. And I said, all right, you know, I, Twitch is still there for me. I go on there maybe once or twice a week, but um, I just enjoy, I enjoy YouTube and all the content creators I grew up to watching. Um, I thank them. And there's a, there's a huge list I can, I can name off, off of, uh, but each of them are different categories that helps me to do different categories and cooking um, Julian who's a husband to Jenna Marbles. I love his cooking videos. And that's one thing that I like to do is cook. And I'm trying to take his, what his content and make into mine, but different. Um, so yeah, man, that, you know, Pokemon, Call of Duty, uh, W wrestling games. Um, those are what helped me, inspire me to, to kind of do those type of content, you know, say, Little by little, I'm trying to get my cousins back into playing games with me, and um, hopefully they see my content. Like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go back and let's go back and play some games with D, and and do all that. So, hopefully, but yeah, th that's I don't know if that's that answer your question. Kind of went off a little bit, like <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> too <you're> long. <laughs> hey, no. At the end of the day, you know, I just want people to open up. You know, kind of give everybody an idea of what you're about and how you came to be, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, just as a viewer and as a friend and whatnot, it's it's cool to hear the inspiration in your voice and hear the excitement, right? Because mm -hmm. that's a crucial element to all of this. You have to have those things right there to keep going through it. Yeah. Because once the excitement's gone, once the motivation's gone, or even for some people who don't get support or think that they don't have support, right? Mm -hmm. When they look at engagement, they look at numbers, they look at, you know, financial aspects of it. I'm not making enough and what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, you can kind of bundle it all up into, are you having fun knowing that you're not going to make a lot out of this or get a lot from it mm -hmm. in the beginning? And how do you balance that? I guess feeling in your mind, right? Of just, hey, I maybe I suck, maybe I'm not good enough, whatever. But it's not that, right? It's just you got to work really hard, mm -hmm. really hard, and then you got to get lucky. That's another big aspect of it. Oh, dude, yeah. Like going back to open up Pokemon cards. Um, my friend Dark Gold, he blew up really quick of opening Pokemon cards and. Watching his content back then and then today, uh, he hasn't really changed what he does, but a lot of people go back to him because of, of him. Um, and one thing for me, I was a little bit jealous, and that's one thing that a lot of content creators that are growing with their friends can't get jealous off the, the growth of your friend. If your friend is growing a lot quicker than you, then you're, you're, that jealousy is getting to you. You can't do that. So for me... I was jealous. I'm not gonna lie. I was jealous that he hit a thousand subs before I did. Um, but look back at my content and I private these videos for a reason because I want myself to only go back and look at these videos of what I did and what I can do differently now. Um, and it was more of like, it was kind of boring. You know, I'm not gonna lie, it was boring. It was boring content and um, 
And I was at that time, I was like, I want to grow hit thousand subs because I want to make money. And I was buying cards every single day and I was going broke. I put myself in credit debt because of this. And um, I was like, I was like, what am I doing? So that's when I stopped on YouTube in 2016, 2017 and started doing different things little by little. Um, I, uh, I look at it now and today I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> Why was I jealous? I'm not jealous. I'm actually happy for him. I was because he, he grew, but at the same time, I was very supportive of his content. Um, and, um, I, I was like, I, what can I do to grow differently? And YouTube has evolved over time. Um, there's YouTube shorts that you can grow from, um, posting YouTube shorts and you grow a little bit easier that way. Um, so doing different things now and looking back then is like, why am I worrying about making money off of YouTube or Twitch? I should do it because I want to do it, not just mm -hmm. for the money, but just to do it. Um, it's a little frustrating sometimes because it's just some videos don't blow up as others, but like, like I was telling you, like I'm doing because I'm happy. I love it. Um, I enjoy it, but uh, you know, and same thing for Twitch. Uh, that first payout was great. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And this was before the whole uh, $50 minimum. This was like a hundred dollars. I need to change it by October of last year. But um, I, I had my first payout in January 22, 2022. And um, it was cool. And um, I was like, what can I do to make more money on Twitch? Like I was, I was getting a little, um, how you say, it? Uh, greedy. I was greedy. I greedy. I was gonna say gritty. <laughs> Not the gritty, but greedy. Gr gritty. They all can't speak uh, with money. And I think like, I I had to stop myself mid last year. It's like, dude, you gotta stop, man. It's not about the money. It's about growing and gaining your community. Um, you know, making one. Um. And that's when I changed my whole mindset again. Like, like as it doesn't matter what age you're going to look at money on content creating. Um, and you're almost like, how can I do, what can I do to get people to come watch my stuff to get more money? You know, no, you, you got to focus on yourself first. Um, so I'm still learning. I'm still learning about like, you know, not looking at numbers, but at the same time, you also got to say, okay, what can I do to gain those numbers? Those numbers are going to come to you little by little, patiently. Some people grow faster than others. Some don't. And the ones that don't, you know, you got to look at what you're doing with your content. People are going to come and watch you sooner or later, and they're going to love your content. And then they might donate some stuff, but don't expect for them to donate to you every single stream, every single content Absolutely. that you post, you know? So... And it's about social networking. So, you know, yeah, that that's for me. It's like I got to turn my eye and stop looking at my my numbers. Just do what you want to do. Little by little, you'll get I'll get better. You'll get better. Everyone will get better at what they do. And you're going to grow like for you. I love your stuff because you're very, you're very organic and you're very enjoyable to watch on Twitch. And, um, and I love the, um, the vibe and that's what keeps me coming back to you. And, um, and I try to do the same thing as like, okay, how can I vibe like curls? W what can I do? What curls does? And I, I just take notes from people and it's like, okay, this is what they do. Maybe this is what I'm doing incorrectly. Um, and little by little, you know, people have been coming to my stream and, and vibing out on YouTube. I've, gain a few friends on there because they came and they keep coming back to my stream like hey i'm sorry uh, i missed your your stream from the other day. don't don't worry about it you missed it the other day that's okay because you came back today that that's how i know that you're here um and i i want to keep doing that and you know so uh like i said people will come to you and like oh all right here's a dollar donut i appreciate that you don't have to but i appreciate it 
Absolutely. No, I didn't look. And I, I appreciate, you know, all the kind words over here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause the feeling's mutual for sure. You know, like I've told you multiple times, you know, you watching reacting videos and the vibe that you bring to that, it wouldn't work for most people because mm-hmm. it's easy just to pull up a reaction video and just be like, Oh yeah, here's my, uh, you know, here's my reaction to this mukbang or something. And uh-huh. Okay, cool. But I look at it as multiple layers. You know, you got to be interesting while you're watching it. You got to commentate yeah. while you're watching it. You got to pick the right video to watch at the right time. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. You can't just type up mukbang, boom, I could just watch it in front of all these people. No. It's got to be like perfection every single time. And the person that's streaming it, that's all you'll know, right? Yeah. If they're doing it correctly or not, is if you can get the organic feeling from the streamer and you can see it from the chat and everybody's kind of flowing. Right. And that's a, it's a hard aspect that most people don't get down. Um, and it's kind of going back to some of the stuff you were saying about, you know, looking at the money aspect or, you know, number aspect as well. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I notice nowadays is those two things right there followers uh viewers um and then the money aspect Mm -hmm. and you know for an example when i was talking to somebody like a week or two ago and they posted something on tiktok i believe it was and it was just a thing of oh i keep refreshing and seeing the viewers and seeing the numbers go up and up and i'm just like dude you're gonna drive yourself crazy doing that yeah like don't do that post it you edited it right you already seen that you liked it enough to want to post it so just put it out there and move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. that's kind of that's what i look at it with you know streams or podcasts whatever once i do it i put it out and i don't go back to it um i get feedback from people you know telling me what they liked what they didn't like um certain elements of when it started losing traction whatever i was like okay i'll learn from that next time but I feel like if I go down the rabbit hole and just constantly viewing my stuff over and over again and constantly worrying about certain aspects of it, it's never going to be organic. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my secret to all this. When I stream or, you know, whenever I, yeah, I used to post videos quite a bit Um, from PlayStation. I used to edit videos and then post them on YouTube or post them on to Twitter itself. And yeah, I just... I, I take a lot of time in the beginning stages of it to re- figure out what would I would like as a viewer. Because I, which sounds kind of weird in this perspective, but I make content to where I know I would want to watch it if it was me on the other end of it. So, and then I always expect nobody to ever watch this stuff. Right. I don't expect anybody to go to my streams. I don't expect anybody to engage with me on Twitter or engage with me on TikTok or YouTube, whatever, Hmm. or even the podcast. I don't expect anybody to show up. So what can I do to make something that's entertaining or just feels natural coming out of me? Right. Whenever I put it out there and if I could just pick it up and listen to it or watch it, how would I be entertained by it? And that's typically how I just go about it. And I feel like it works for me, at least, um, having that mentality. Of course, I'm constantly wanting to innovate different things, add different things, and make things better in a certain perspective. But I can't dwell too much on it because I've done it before. Everybody has. You know, it's kind of just natural when you're making content, right? Yeah. And you you could figure it out. But just, you know, I always tell people the biggest advice I could give is just, you know, block out whatever you need to, whether it's you think people are watching you or you think people want something different, you think people want that and this. A lot of the time, and this is just honesty, you know, when we're smaller creators, we're not on a big scale, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody gives a shit about what we're doing, right? There's so many other content creators going out there making stuff, whatever. We have a community, right, that's very supportive. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. And that works totally well. It makes us feel really good that we can connect with other people 
not just for the purpose of like, oh yeah, you know, we could talk about content and stuff all the time. It's like, no, we're, we're building genuine connections in there and friendships. But, you know, outside of that, on the wide spectrum of everybody else that's out there creating and constantly grinding and having huge numbers and viral videos and big followings and whatnot, people are watching those guys, right? So how do you get into the fold of creating something that's so good to where people will allow you to make this a full-time gig, right? And I think that's kind of what we're all chasing at the end of the day is how do we get this to be full-time? Right. It's not, it's not monetary purposes. It's not a boost in ego. It's like you have to do what you love and let that kill you at the end of the day. Because that's how I want to proceed in life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything else. I want to find something that I could wake up every day and enjoy. And then by the time it's all said and done, at the end of my life, I could look back and be like, damn, I did that. That was fucking cool. Dude, but yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's a crazy little ride that everybody's on. And I just, I always try to preach, bro. Just keep grinding, keep going. Cause there's, there's nothing that is going to satisfy people at this moment. You got to keep working towards something. Cause you never know even putting out a bunch of videos that maybe people won't like, maybe you don't like, or streaming a bunch and, you know, people get that stream burnout. You never know who's going to pop in and check it out. You never know what's going to happen. So I always push towards that what if scenario. Yeah, so um, that whole what if. Um, someone that I met at TwitchCon last year um, he goes by Peanut Hot Dog. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the name. He, oh, yeah. He's very chill. His streams are very vibey. And I'm like, man, he should be twitch partner by now like because mm-hmm. you know people are not seeing his content that he does and in person dude is very chill um so one day i was i think it was like after i forget what i was doing it was at night and i was about to go to bed and i came across uh i came across one of his streams and i was just watching him as a like, hey yo up you know hot dog um Came by to say hi, man. You know, it's been a minute since we talked. You know, hope everything's going well. And he was like, uh, he was like, D.O.D., I'm glad you're here because I just got rated. And I seen his numbers. And his numbers was like over like, 200 viewers. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, what happened, you know? Hey, and hey. I guess uh, he was playing Destiny 2. And a big Destiny 2 streamer rated him with 1K plus viewers. And I was like, whoa. You know, so like you said, like, what if someone is watching Mm -hmm. your stream or like, hey, you know what? I'm going to support this guy and I want to rate out to him on Twitch. And a big streamer was going to rate you. You know, like you on Twitch, the difference between YouTube and Twitch, Twitch, you have... Uh, a chance of a big Twitch streamer coming across your channel, like, I, I'm going to rate out to this guy, you know? Even even if you're only at 20 viewers, rating someone with 20 viewers, 10 viewers, is a big inspiration because that means, like, oh, these people that follow me from this raid are going to come back to my stream one of these days, and they're going to probably stay there and come back every single time I stream. With YouTube, it's like, you have to be on the recommended homepage or similar to your video that you just watched. There's this YouTuber, you know, those are different between both platforms and I respect both platforms. Um, Twitch is kind of a little bit easier with YouTube. It's a little more difficult, but you still have a good chance. There's always that. What if uh, scenario? Um, so yeah, dude, so I, I get it. Like it is always that. What if, and, um, and I hope one day I become part of that. What if um, rating out to someone and they'd be happy with what, what I'm doing for them, or um, I, or someone big on Twitch raise out to me, or, or someone on YouTube 
comes to my video or I that what if for someone for their videos, stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I believe in the what if I believe in them. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I, I hope, um, you know, I try not to preach, you know, too much to a certain extent, right? Like mm-hmm. I try to put it out. Here's my opinion on this. And, you know, it's up to you if you want to go with it or not. Right. It's just yeah. at the end of the day, you make your own decisions. Exactly. I get it. And I, I just try to tell, and, you know, I know you probably have experience with this too. Like some of the younger streamers that we know, right. Cause we're older and whatnot. So we've had some experience with some of this stuff and some of the younger streamers, they can get wrapped up sometimes in certain like analytics and all that stuff, but they have what we don't have. Right. Youth. <laughs> they, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you guys are started at such a young age. I wish I was doing that stuff at that age. You know right. what I mean? Like I wanted to do that then, but I was so nervous and socially anxious. There was no way for me to possibly put my voice out there in any capacity. But, you know, one person, you know, in particular, of course, I'm not going to name drop anybody and it's not nothing uh. bad, but, you know, one person in particular, you know, they're in that position where they have a good following. Mm-hmm. right they have mm-hmm. like really good numbers already and i'm like i'm looking at myself thinking like like should i be doing this stuff? <laughs> like i don't know like this person's got something you know and you know it, it sucks sometimes when on that end you know they're worried about certain aspects and things aren't going correctly in their view but and someone in my view or my perspective how i look at it i would love to have what that person has for me right now right if right. i was worried about numbers and all that other stuff yeah but to have it at a very specific point in your life you're you're so young and you could do so much with this streaming stuff and content stuff imagine what that's going to look like at the pace you've been going at when you just do it for two to three more years right and you're only like you know 21 22 all that stuff and I'm like, dude, the 20s are the golden era just to fuck up, in my opinion. That's how I look at it. When you're in your 20s, dude, it's not supposed to be a time to figure out your life. And you have to have everything sorted immediately. You have to have a family. You have to have kids. You have to have a big house, a nice car, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can have all that in your 30s and 40s. Right? Oh, yeah. When you get older. Right now, if you have such a unique talent and you're progressing at a rate better than other people and you're so young dude, go for it. Just, just keep riding that same wave you've been doing. Focus on your content. Make sure you're just beefing stuff up a little bit. Get some feedback, you know, readjust some things because you're like going to be primed in a couple years. And then you can have theoretically your whole twenties, you could be very, very successful. And then by the time you hit your thirties, who knows, maybe you could retire at that point. Right. Which that's how I look at a young, like a lot of young content creators on like TikTok or, you know, Twitch or YouTube. A lot of these people are in their like young 20s. Right. And it's like, damn, these guys are making millions of dollars already. And I'm over here about to push 30. I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so, what am I doing? So, like, one thing, uh, it's advice that I took from one of the streamers, Saving the Bees. Um, and I've have lived by this because my grandparents have told me this. My grandpa's is uh, to make money, you have to spend money, and yep. um, a lot of people are afraid to put money into their equipment. Which I get, you know, mm-hmm. some of us don't have the money, so we're you know the struggle is real for everyone, no matter what. But putting money into your equipment, you're putting money into your business. If you're a streamer, if you're a streamer and you're streaming, that's your business. That is your little business that you have. I put yep. money into my PC. I put money, well, I didn't put money into my mic. You know, my fiance, I, I love her to death. She bought me a nice mic. Um, but I put money into my all my equipment. Um, and to break even, it's gonna take a while for me. And that's okay because at the end of the day, like I know I have the equipment that I need for my business. Um, and I feel like my peak is not there yet in my content creation or content creator life. I'll get there one day. Um, 
And I wish, I wish I did that at, at their age of mm-hmm. streaming and all that. And that's what I'm saying. Like going back to what I was talking about at the beginning is that I want it to be a pro gamer. I want it to be a Poketuber streaming uh, or posting Pokemon battles from my 3DS. I didn't have the knowledge that I have now back then. These guys have access to all that. They have people to guide them and give them advice. And and one thing too, being a content creator is you gotta learn to take criticism. If you can't take criticism, yep. you're not gonna get nowhere in your in your content creating life and your streaming life. Like take the advice, take the criticism and say, okay, so that's what I'm doing right. Or that's what I can do better. That's what I can improve on. Um, for us, we know that already. We know we can take the criticism, the advice, and we're friends, so we're gonna help each other out. But these younger generation, these these teenagers, mm-hmm. I feel like they just want to copy the big, which is what we all do. We want to mimic the big content creators. But oh, yeah. if you're not growing because of what they're doing, it's because you're copying their content. You're trying to grow from what they do. You got I and I I uh I forgot who said this is that um if you're doing the same stuff as some other content creators you're not growing it's because they already did it they 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 grew from that and that might not work out for you so do something a little bit different like you said go viral like i feel like now viral is different compared to 10 years ago viral is like back then it's like oh i posted this video i hit a thousand views i just went viral now mm-hmm. it's like going viral is like you're doing something ridiculous that could get you in trouble. Now you're viral for <laughs> yeah. a whole different reason, and it's not good. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I agree with that, man. You know, I think a good point with that too is whenever we're seeking motivation, we watch these other YouTube, I mean, YouTubers, streamers, whatever. You know, these big people. We should, you know, draw from that. Not mm-hmm. that we should copy by any means. I always like to use the word emulating, right? Ah, nice, yes. So you can emulate somebody pretty easily. And you see talk show hosts doing that quite a bit. They emulate some other being, right? Um, and I'm sure people have noticed this on my streams, but I tried to emulate in some capacity, not you know full throttle into it because then it would just be straight up like, you know, copyright or something, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just straight up doing what he does. But I, I've watched quite a bit of Doctor Disrespect. Like that's that's the guy that I went to, and you know, the reason why I watched him so much, and that's pretty much why I stream. Like it was because I'm so motivated by that guy. He doesn't just go on there and entertain for the sake of, oh, I'm good at this video game. He has a production behind it, right? He's got the character down. He's got all the visuals down, right? His transitions, his opening. He has, you know, interludes, right? He can transition into different things during his stream, skits. Like, I look at it as a show. That's how I look at that. And I honestly don't believe anybody else is nearly as entertaining as him from that perspective. Mm-hmm. There's other streamers that are very fun to watch. Like you mentioned, right? Tim the Tatman. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Guy's funny as hell. I love him. Nick Merckx, right? Ninja to a certain extent. I used to watch him. Whenever he was like, you know, the biggest thing on the planet. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> this guy's crazy playing with Drake and Travis Scott. I'm like, what's going right. on? Bro? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. But, you know, to even reach a level like that is impossible, right? But Ninja, for an example, I I feel so bad for the guy nowadays because I feel like people still give him so much shit. And, oh, he's not entertaining. He fell off, all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, he was the biggest thing that's ever been in the streaming world. And even, you know, just for the video game aspect. Right now, of course, I always look at Kai Sinat. Like, he's the biggest streamer. Like, he's really good at what he's doing. But, um... Ninja's still pulling in thousands of concurrent viewers. He's made so much money. He doesn't even have to do this anymore, you know? The guy's well off for the rest of his life. But oh, yeah, for real. Like he is. You can <laughs> you see that potential in people. 
and yeah. you know you can draw shit from what they're doing and it's not like they just had an overnight success these guys were grinding it out for years and then something popped off right and that's one aspect that people have to prepare themselves for you're not going to do this within a year you're not going to do it within a few months you're probably going to be looking at five to ten years of grinding mm-hmm. and that's just how it's going to be and then maybe if you're lucky enough you get popping right but if you're really determined and you're gradually improving each month and you got that support system you can't help but succeed at it however level it is whether you're the biggest streamer on the planet or you're a partner on twitch or you can make youtube a full-time thing right all those spinning plates it's possible but who's willing to really figure that out and just kind of just be in it for a long haul, right? But yeah, yeah, and, yeah man. Um, and I I want to bring this up that a lot of people, if you listen to this, um, Discord servers, the communities, they're there. Forty Fam is somewhere or something that uh, we're both part of, and I'm very grateful for them for Forty Fam. Um, a lot of us are there, and we have met friends. I met curls through 40 fam. And those are the people that, that in discord servers in, in this community, does any other community, all other communities, they're there to help support you and, and bring you back up because there's days that I've like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. But I look at, at this server, at this community. And I was like, you know what? They're still going. If they're still going, I'm going to still go. I'm going to keep going. And then same thing is if you have a, a support system that, or not support system, but your friends and family that enjoy watching you, they're there to help inspire you to keep going as well, or supporting you to keep going. Um, I, I, I love how everything is going right now for, for us, for all of us in 40 fam and, um, and other servers that I'm part of that were, we're supporting one another. Um, and we're not, like I said, we're, we're not like, we might not have blown up or grown, grew as fast and grind as much as, as Ninja, Tim Tatman, Dr. Disrespect, because they've been doing it for the past, what, almost 20 years, I would say. Or not 20 In years. In some capacity. Yeah. I mean, almost damn near close. <laughs> yeah. uh, they already got their community. And there was no Discord back then. There was what Skype and Twitter, but it wasn't as what it is now. I don't think Skype even exists anymore, or if it is, it's not used. But um, they created their own community. They had they they did what they had to do, and um, and they have their community. For us, it's like I said, it's a little more difficult, and and with these discord communities or Twitter communities, it's, it's helping us out. So now we're doing it differently and we're learning from this and we can pass our knowledge to whoever is coming up next. Um, so yeah, man, it, it, it's a grind. The grind is real, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm all for it. And, and I appreciate you and everyone else that's been helping me out. And hopefully I'm helping you guys out, I'm helping you girls on, on the support I'm su- I support as much as I can. No, absolutely. And you know, like I said earlier, bro, it's like the feelings mutual for sure. Like you guys motivate me so much and you guys have helped so much giving feedback and just being supportive and stuff. And that's why I view all you guys as friends and whatnot, man, which is like the last thing I thought was going to happen when I hopped in the discord server and be like, I don't know any of these people. Like, I don't know how this <laughs> is going to work out, but it's crazy just after a few months of really connecting with people and just trying to figure some stuff out our stuff out, it's, it's weird to see where it got to in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Okay. Like this is what it could be, but it's not just going to end there. Right. Imagine all the new people we're going to meet in the yeah. next month, six months, a year, you know? And that's why I love and appreciate 40 fans so much is because there is those options there right? We are connecting constantly with new people flowing in and out of there, 
meeting new people on different streams, people that I would never even expect to know, right? You just kind of go across somebody and you're like, oh, wow, like, what is this? <laughs> and you start watching, you're like, wow, this is actually really fun to watch. And that's why I think even those spotlights are so crucial. Yes. It's not a numbers game at that point, in my view. My thing is, and I try to say this on my streams, like whenever I you know, go to the next person on that spotlight, right? I always try to say that it's an opportunity for you to get familiar with new faces and see different types of content that you might have not seen before. So oh. it's, it's people's quick pitch on an audience, right? Here's what I'm about. Let me give you an hour to show you why I do this and why I think you should stick around and watch my journey continue. And sometimes, you know, I, from, I mean, the way I look at it, right. Cause I'm pretty self-critical of myself. So there's times where I'm thinking like, damn, dude, I don't know if I did that on that one. I, I wasn't in a great mood and like, I feel bad for, you know, putting that energy out there, but I can't I make sure that doesn't stop me from doing it next time. I'm just like, I got to keep going with it and keep doing it because you might feel weird in the moment. It might be nerve wracking in the moment. I know that was my issue when I first hopped on those things. It was very uh, scary to be in front of like more than, you know, three people. Right. So I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do with all these people? But you know, it, it works out in the end. It works out. It, it you know, does. Just get through the day, uh, get through a couple days. Even, you know, your mood could drastically change within a couple of days. And then the next time something pops up like that, you're like, Oh dude, I feel so ready and prepared. I've been streaming quite a bit. I've been meeting some new people. I feel pretty confident. Like, let's get it. Like, let's try and make something special happen and keep it going. And I just hope, and I always try to tell people, you know, just try to get on those things. Big things can happen for you. Right. Right. And sometimes your, your, uh, the streams that you think it's terrible could be your actually best stream ever. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get so I I still get nervous when I stream because I'm like, what if I say something wrong, or you know, sometimes it doesn't matter any amount of viewers are watching me when I stream. I get nervous because I'm like, what if I'm not entertaining them? What if I'm terrible? Mm -hmm. And I told myself I I shouldn't be nervous because I have my fiance watching. I have my brother. Sometimes my mom, my dad watches my stream and they enjoy my reaction videos they always ask when are you gonna do your next stream reacting to videos i'm like uh maybe this day um and then i have you guys watching me and you guys joking with my forehead streams and, and i love it you know <laughs> so that's what makes me feel comfortable because i have you guys and that's what brings my positivity into my streams is because of you guys you know my my fiance my brother my family, my parents, you guys. Um, I appreciate all you guys being there for me and watching me and, and helping me feel when I'm full on my low, when I'm streaming, if I feel I'm tired, I have no energy. You guys give me energy. You know, I feed off of that and I like, Oh, I'm awake. Let's continue streaming. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, sometimes your, your viewers are your, your friends and family. And that's, that's really what, pretty much all all that matters and it'll start growing more and yeah i appreciate you guys love you guys thank you no we all love you bro and i'll tell you what i that um that aspect too of having your family be supportive mm -hmm. that's really helpful right because mm -hmm. i remember me starting to do this Everybody was kind of like streaming. What, what are you doing? No, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> like, <what are> <laughs> that that's the reaction to some people that I know. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't expect all of them to get it, right? Like my mom, right? She's older and she's chilling. She could barely use like her own cell phone. She doesn't know how any of that stuff works, right? So she was just like, "Okay, well, if you're happy, then I'm happy." So I was like, "Well, thank you, mom. I appreciate that. That helps me quite a bit." But like my dad, just like, "Oh, uh, okay, uh, that's what you want to do." <laughs> Yeah. I was like, okay Bro. thank you dad i appreciate you but it's Bro. funny though once you start like really conversating with people i'm like oh you know look what i've done and accomplished in this short amount of time and whether it's financial stuff or follower mm. stuff you know they kind of see these things and they're, then then they're like oh wow 
that's actually kind of cool. And I was like, oh, but you weren't supportive when I first started doing it. Right. You know? <laughs> Dude, coworkers, like I have coworkers, my friend Tsunami, Jen, uh, It's I Me, Junkie Lightning. Those are my coworkers that are in my streams watching me. And they they are supportive too. Like it's crazy that people that are around you could be so supportive. And I support oh, yeah. what they do too. Like my friend Tsunami's DJ. I support his stuff. I, it's, it's crazy, man. I, I love my support. My my friends and family, man, they they're awesome. Oh yeah, dude. But yeah, man, you know we're actually reaching that hour point. So I don't want to take up too much of your time for the day and whatnot. Sure. All I want to say, dude, I really appreciate you doing this today. It's been a great talk, man. Uh, I wish we could do it longer for sure, for sure. Uh, and maybe for a future episode we could possibly do that. But <laughs> what I want to leave it off on is mm. if you can kind of tell everybody where we can find you at social oh. media handles all that good stuff youtube channel oh yeah uh so for my youtube channel is uh d dj d e e dj um my twitch is d dj plays uh for twitter um i forgot my own twitter name uh at i am d dj and for instagram uh is i am d dj uh you'll see the name sensei poppy on there that's, that's, that's <laughs> my name on instagram but my my handle is imddj but yeah uh check me out guys um you come by say hi and um i you know whatever you guys do that i appreciate you guys support thank you all right for sure brother i'll talk to you later i'm in all right see you bye